Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. And I'm Justin. And it's just the two of us. We're down a man today. Yeah, we are down a man because uh, at time of recording, late last night, Isaiah Jerez was born. Uh, and uh, as a result, obviously, Leo is not here. He is spending time with his family. So congratulations to Leo and his wife on their new baby. Uh, and that just leaves you and me, man. Mm. Mm, it's going <laughs> to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be good. We're going to carry on. It's going to be a normal, normal episode. Yes. Where we talk about uh, Clubhouse. What the fuck is this game called? Clubhouse Worldwide 51 Classics? Clubhouse I think I... Games, colon, 51 Worldwide Classics. I always mix up all the words in this game's title. This okay. game has a terrible title, by the way. Yeah. Awful. Just... This is the oh. kind of... Okay, this is the kind of thing that reminds me of, like, what the old like windows 98 pc cds you would get where that that would have yeah, that yeah. long title and it was all those games packed into it 250 games yeah and yeah. like and like uh, 200 of the 250 games would be like weird like half half demos and that would be like <laughs> britannica's you know, worldwide kids gaming experience interactive game cd rom like, and then it would be like, call call this number for the full version and pay with your credit card by calling this number. Yeah. <laughs> God. And then, like, some of them, though, but, like, some of them would have, like, the, like, shareware version of Doom or yeah. something on them. And you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. God. And you'd copy the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> copy that CD. You know what's kind of funny is that this game the clubhouse games colon 51 worldwide classics kind of rem- that that it kind of reminds me of those old games in a way it's like it's like a modernized version of like getting that cd with like because i remember having i believe it was it was either uh, a sierra thing or a hasbro thing but I, I remember having like a windows 95 windows 98 cd rom that was packed with a lot of these games you could play uh poker mm-hmm. games you could play mancala you can play like all these different games on it and um th- it, so like this kind of brings me back a little bit brings back a little bit of my you childhood. know you, you know what brings me way back is like like <laughs> windows 98 uh and like windows xp came pre-installed with you know like minesweeper solitaire uh free cell spider solitaire and then when we got around to like Windows, Windows, I think Windows Eight was the first one. Maybe it was either Windows Eight or Windows Ten. They just stopped. There wasn't games pre-installed anymore, and instead they wanted you to download games from the Windows Store, right? Yeah, but we, like some PCs, I remember. Like I remember when I started up uh, my new laptop, it had mm-hmm. like those like weirdly in the start menu, but I don't know if they were installed yet. They were like kind of drifting there exactly i think they're just links to the windows store and it's yeah. like oh download these from the windows store um i don't even know if they're free or not but anyway <laughs> yeah i'm i miss i miss i miss the stupid ass 
pre-installed Windows games, and I can prove it because I have fucking... Wait, oh, hang on, where is it? There you go. I've played 99 games of Spider Solitaire. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. That's... Holy shit. Um, Have you just been, like, laying in bed playing this game, like, nonstop? Okay, two things. Two things. (laughs) First of all, I'm old as fuck, and I mean that two different ways. I'm old as fuck because I have the same gaming taste as, like, a middle-aged mom because I've been playing Spider Solitaire. (laughs) And also, I'm old as fuck, and I hurt my back. So I've been like, ah, oh, jeez. Like, so yeah, I have literally just been laying there playing Spider Solitaire. But also, I've found Spider Solitaire to be very useful when you're on a work call. <laughs> because, oh. because if you're on a work call... Because, like, we're all working from home right now. At time of recording, we're still in this fucking shithole COVID-19 pandemic lockdown bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, it's still dragging on. Um, so we're all working from home and you're forced to attend a lot of your meetings, uh, remotely, right? You got to dial into zoom calls or whatever. I, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of meetings that are, uh, just kind of (laughs) painful. Um, so, uh, and I mean like in real life you have to go into the meeting. Well, in real life, God, God, (laughs) I just called like the difference between COVID nineteen working and like real life working. Anyway, and when you're in <laughs> in person, in person, you just have to go to a meeting room and fucking suffer through the meeting and like twiddle your thumbs and like pretend not to be bored. Only to make but no this, progress in the meeting, yeah. Exactly. In this, you just put your phone on speaker, put it on mute, and you can play some solitaire while you kinda of run out and listen to whatever bullshit is going on, on the call. Yeah. And that's uh that's how I found Spider Solitaire to be very useful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't know. What what other games have you been playing on this collection? There's a lot of... There's 51, to be exact. Um, I've done... Shit. I mean, I love Mancala. That one brings me back. I used to play Mancala all the time. Yeah! That was I... like... Uh... I feel like every elementary school had like a Mancala board that no yeah, one exactly, exactly knew. No how to one play. exactly knew how to play, but like a lot of people kind of knew how to play. So you got this like weird amalgamation of like all these different rules of like, hey, kind of works like this, and yeah. But like, I've I've enjoyed like actually learning how to play Mancala now. Yeah, and I found out I'm pretty damn good at it. No. Ooh. <laughs> damn. Well, if you got your switch. We should fucking play some online Mancala. Let's go. No. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can set this up real quick. Oh, uh, I whatever. If you if you can do it quickly, let's play some Mancala while we talk. I guess. Um, do you want to? Yeah, uh, oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me. Uh, let's go online. Play with friends. I've never done this before. We're we're doing this live right now, waiting for someone to join. Uh, let's see how well. Uh, let's, let's see how well this online works. So wait, you're gonna have four different people? What? Are there four player games? I guess some of the like tanks. Some, games some of them play. are four players. So like Mahjong is. Um, oh yeah, Mahjong. Richie, Richie Mahjong. There you are. What's the difference between? Oh wait, this is Richie Mahjong, right? Oh, nice. Okay. There we go. That, that was that was that was not painful. Yeah. Um. For Nintendo Online, that was not painful. We gonna do some Encala? Sure. 
All right. Let me turn down my volume so my mic doesn't pick it up here. Here we go. Okay. All right. We know about yeah, we the history of Minecraft. Let's play. Uh, so, yeah, this is one of the games I've been, uh, you know, learning the precise rules to gather up your stones in your store. Oh, so I guess I go first. All right. Okay. Um... Ooh, getting those extra turns in. Okay. Um... I also love the presentation uh, in this game. Um, yeah. Um, I had to count that out. Uh, <laughs> like, all of the presentation is like... Like, like look at this. It looks like a real nice Mancala board, right? Mm -hmm. Like, all the stones. And, like, the, the fucking sound foley in all of the games. Like, all... Um, like you can hear the little beads drop and it sounds like the 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 sound of like a bead on wood and like cuz like um there's a lot of uh like the billiards noises if you play billiards that's all they captured that like perfectly yeah the sounds very good and you know what it's it's a really good i was thinking about this this would be this is like a really cool thing to give your kids like if you're if you're buying your kids a switch which i see that i see mm -hmm. that asked a lot like i'm getting a switch for my kids during blah 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 like yeah you know, what what game yeah this is a good one because they learn about all these old games there's a bit of a culture background it gives you a little bit of a they give you in the tutorial like where it came from and it'll give you little facts at the end of the game and tell you what's you know where it came from and that stuff so it's pretty cool and to yeah. be honest like if you want to learn if you want your kids to learn or like gain like like a means of like strategic thinking this is this is like the perfect the perfect thing to to buy them yeah it's so many different games i'm sure they're gonna play all the like see now that was the thing and we were talking about this just a little earlier before we started was that some of these games are yes they they are like classic board games from like god knows when right but mm -hmm. um some of the games are like don't really fall into that category or like i don't know if you'd consider them worldwide classics like it had pretty much bowling and there's yeah. baseball and there's boxing yeah. like these are i it, it called it toy boxing um i haven't yeah. i haven't played that one yet but i'm assuming it's is it supposed to be rock'em sock'em robots like is that yeah basically yeah 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 okay. yeah, yeah it's basically rock'em sock'em robots but yeah you're right it's like worldwide classics uh slot cars yeah <laughs> uh really worldwide classics air hockey worldwide mm. classics tanks like yeah now we're on mm. now we're in the flash game realm what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah but no i've loved the like you know here's the historical um you know here's the history of this game you know uh like i didn't know that um checkers was like a french game i guess hmm. but you can learn uh, a lot about like the history of different, you know, classic games, you know, you know, this game originated in Rome or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God, uh, you, you really fucked me on this one. Um, but yeah, the presentation's super, super good, uh, on all of these games. Um, uh, even like the simple games. Cause there's like, um, 
Uh, let's see, what do I do here? It's hard to like think and play at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I do this. Um, but like even the simple games, because they have like I don't know, like Checkers is a pretty simple game, but like the presentation is really good, and the fact that you can learn, because like okay, one of the games I uh, was introduced to for the first time was Shogi. I'd never played Shogi before. Um, I had seen it, like, in a minigame in other games. Like, in the Yakuza series, uh, Shogi is, like, a minigame you can play. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but I'd never, like, actually bothered to learn how to actually play Shogi. Um, but, like, the fact that this game has, like, a really good, like, tutorial. Here's, you know, here's all the rules to the game. Uh, and then gives you, like, here's an easy AI that you can, like, beat up on while you're learning the rules, and then once you get the rules, you can play intermediate, then advanced, then expert. Um, and the AI works pretty well in almost all of the games. Um, uh, yeah. It's, uh, they did a very good job. Very good presentation. Um, uh, yeah, you're just comboing me to shit now, I see. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, let's Still see. anyone's game, though. Well, I think this is going to be a good move. Oh, yeah, that was a very good move. Um Yeah. Yeah, one one game that mm -hmm. I've always been curious. I like. I can never fucking remember the rules. Is chess? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I suck at chess. I could play checkers all day, but chess, like, it's always like, wait, which one moves in what direction and how and what? And oh, this is gonna fuck me. I think. Yeah, it's you gonna win. fuck you. Yeah. Good job. Um. But like, look at the way those like the pieces, the little beads are physics enabled, yeah. and it looks so satisfying when they like drip them all on. Like they didn't have to do that; they went the extra mile on the presentation, and it looks really nice. Yeah, especially with the sound foley, which I don't know if that's coming through on our recording, but um, just a little bit. Yeah, but, but yeah. Um, no, what they did with this game is is very good. Very, I like all the yeah, just all the sounds. But yeah, the physics. Um, you were just talking about chess a, sec a second ago, and like to your point of like, oh, I can't remember what the fuck the, all the pieces do. First of all, they give you like a how to play with, like you yeah. can go in here. Here's the basics, right? You can go through here. Here's the pieces. Here's all the pieces move, and here's some like general strategies on chess, right? Yeah. Um, but like even if you go in to play chess, you can, like first of all, again the presentation, very nice. Um, and all of the pieces, like, when you move a piece, it has, like, really good, you know, sound fully. Oh, shit, I didn't highlight the thing I was going to fucking highlight. Um, I was going to show that you can uh, bring up... Ooh, maybe you can't do that in online mode. But if you're playing against the AI, you can bring up, like, basically a threat map. Uh, let's see. Assist. Yeah, here we go. So you can bring up, basically, like, this threat map... So you can see, like, no. oh, like, this piece this piece is, like, clearly in danger. Um, like, uh, and you can see, like, oh, this piece, if, if, you know, Justin moved a piece here, like, my bishop is in danger of 
capturing that, right? Because yeah. and like even now when I mouse over one of these pieces, you can see where the legal moves for a piece are just with that threat map. But like if that's like too much whatever quote unquote cheating for you, you can do like the simple one here that has oh, they even literally call it a threat map. I didn't even see that. I was just using like a strategy game term. Mm. They literally call that the threat map. But yeah, um, if you don't like that threat map, you can opt for this more simple thing, which just shows you, here's all the legal pieces, uh, legal moves for a piece. Oh my god, look at that. They even highlight, if I mouse over that pawn, they even highlight this in red, oh. knowing that the pawn could be captured on its next turn. Oh, uh, and then yeah. it shows, yeah, it shows me this little simple thing here that shows, uh, here's where your last move was, so I don't have to. Because like, one of the things, if you play chess in real life, you can be like, hey, wh uh, what was your last move? Or like, what, what did you just do? Yeah. Like, this shows you, yeah. Pre presentation and like, all the little fine details in like, all of these games are like, off the fucking charts, right? Yeah. Like, very good presentation for all of these. And it's great. Uh, it's, it's, we, don't, we don't literally have to play a game of chess. No, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, because that would take too long. But but that, it's, it's great because um, it, it helps you learn. Like, yeah. if you don't know yeah, how to yeah. play any of these games, like I said, like chess, which, you know, a lot of people played through high school, and I know a lot of friends who played it and are kind of good at it. And it's like, I don't know how to play it, but if I wanted to, like, get good at it, I could just sit here and play 99 games of chess until I get good at it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it helps you out. That's like, a, that's like a big deal. If, like, if it, you know, like I said before, if you, this is would be a great thing for kids to just build up, you know, strategy which helps them build you know critical thinking and you know it would be perfect and it help you know it helps it holds your hand a little bit but you don't have to let it hold your hand and you can just you know it it just it's it's so it does that very well mm -hmm. um yeah i did that for like shogi because i've played i played a decent amount of chess growing up and got like you know okay at chess like i'm not great but i'm like okay at it and I've always been kind of interested in shogi, and I used literally all the things we just talked about to like how to play, you know, the pieces, whatever. Uh, shogi, by the way, if anyone who who is like already familiar with chess is interested in shogi, it is not that hard of a game to learn. It is basically just chess, but like there's a few extra pieces that have some weird. Oh, players left. Oh, okay. Well, uh, apparently our connection got fucked for some reason. Yeah, because I turned it off. Oh, okay, that's Sorry. fine. Um, yeah, uh, oh, it's basically just chess, with, but with a few extra pieces, and, uh, the cool thing about Shogi is, uh, it's chess, but you can fucking cheat like a motherfucker, because, uh, any, any, uh, piece that you capture, um, like, if you capture one of your opponent's pieces, as a move, you can, instead of moving one of your pieces, you can place a captured piece back onto the board in any position, which is like fucking bullshit, but it makes Shogi really crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good. I don't know. What about you? Have you discovered any any games that you've been like, ooh, this is actually very fun? Um I I, I know I I've I've played it before, but I found Mahjong to be Yeah. The Richi Richi Mahjong, if I'm saying that correctly. Um found that it like to be kind of fun because I like the whole like try to create combos based on you know random chance in a way um uh michi ramen's very good in like you have to kind of figure out 
while you're looking at the board like okay what pieces are currently discarded so I have to, so I can't take a chance on you know you can you can kind of tell where your chances lie based on what's discarded so you have to figure out and you have to like hope that you're going to get a certain piece and you have to make these combinations it can be a little bit of a complicated game because you have only um there's 35 I think possible combinations that you can have that give you like a perfect hand so the idea is that that bottom row of tiles you have to either get pairs you have to get like small three like uh, three tile straights or um, you have to get three of a kind uh, tiles for each category so you have like you can see on the left there's like I don't know what they're all called I know it's like sticks there's dots there's um, north north south east west I don't know what what it's all called mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. but um, the idea is if you can build a perfect hand um, based on those certain combinations which you can go in and, and look at the combinations on what's called a I think it's called the play card um, then you can uh, like score big and the idea is that you play multiple games until um, and someone I think it's like certain a certain person has like the advantage advantage or something like that um, based on when you play and they get a certain amount of points and if you manage to have enough so even if someone has a perfect hand or if someone if no one has a perfect hand which will probably happen most of the time um as long as you have enough of the com combinations in your hand um i think you get what's called a i want to call it, it was like tenchi or something like that yeah um that means you're you're okay and you you will score points that round but if your hand's just completely fucked and you have nothing then you technically lose points. Um, and I think the overall goal is that you want to build up your points to essentially just win, I guess, at the end of the game. And once you guys call the game, this is an old lady game. This is the something something that your grandparents played. <laughs> so I don't know all the special rules, but I remember my, my grandma uh, used to play this all the time with her little retirement community friends. Um, and I remember playing a game with her once and it was, it's complicated, but it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, especially yeah. when you get the, the nice thing is too, is when you get these games with the, with the speed of like playing it digitally. So you don't have to sit yeah. there and wait for someone yeah. to think and do that. And yeah. that. Unless you're playing like a four player game, then you're probably still going to get that. But it, it helps with the, cause Mahjong is a mess. Because then you have to take the tiles and you got to reshuffle them and you got to do that and you got to lay them all out and everyone picks each particular tile. So at least the game takes out that whole stupid process. Yeah, it, exactly. It yeah, it's extremely is, convenient. Yeah, and this is one of the games, Mahjong, I've been like way too intimidated to try yet because th there is so many like different things you have to memorize and like different hands. I'm just like, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I remember when I played with my grandma, they had a card. They mm -hmm. had a card that had all the combos on it, and, and although, I think although they didn't remember either, so there's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think in this you can pull up that little reference sheet too, yeah. so you can see like, oh, here's all the different hands. Okay. And I think it even tells you based on your current hand what you should try to go for. Oh like, wow, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That. That's cool. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, one of the other things uh, I found in this is um, I've always really liked 
so so they have in this they have uh you know the game you played a ton as a kid connect four i think for legal reasons they can't call it connect four they call it four in a row yeah um I always like to play this game that I always called it Connect 5. And instead of playing on, um, you know, a board where you have to put a piece in and it falls to the bottom, you play on, like, a think of, like, a sheet of, like, graph paper almost. Mm -hmm. And you can go, you can put an X or an O literally anywhere on the piece of graph paper, and you have to get five in a row. Uh, the the difference is it's it's you know uh, you have to get five in a row but you can go literally anywhere right there's no gravity in, in Connect Five. I found out that game is a traditional Japanese game called Gomoku. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and this is just what I what I call Connect Five is apparently just called Gomoku. And I also realized that there's like still to this day like Gomoku tournaments where they've like standardized. Um, uh, like uh, 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 like tournament rules for Gomoku, because um, one of the one of the like quote unquote problems with Gomoku, and actually I think, okay, well one of the problems with Gomoku is if you go first, like the computer just did that asshole. If you go first, you have you have a pretty big advantage in this game, and actually I think I might be wrong about this, but I think the game is actually solved if you go first, and by solved I mean. If you know what you're doing, you can consistently win every single time if you go first. But I found out there's tournament rules for Gomoku that give an advantage if you're playing second. So, like, um, they have these, like, fixed start points where they have, like, um, uh, a cross of, like, whites and blacks. And, like, anyway, they, they basically took the... Uh, first player advantage out of Gomoku or Connect 5 or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's another game I like rediscovered through this that I was like, oh, I didn't know it was called Gomoku. Um, but yeah, uh, super good. Uh, like, I don't know, just like the value in this uh, in this pack is just like there's a lot of fucking games in here. You just fucking get. Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. I mean, and honestly, it's a good family game. It's a good. Uh, it, it seems to play well online. Doesn't seem to have a problem there. Um, it's perfect on the Switch. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, playing on like something like a TV would probably be a little bit difficult, but it, it, I found it easy. Um, we played a game of um, Ludo. Ludo, Ludo. Oh. So uh, yeah, go ahead. Yep. So. Mm -hmm. Here. I'm just going to say here in, in America, um, Ludo may also be extremely similar to another board game called Aggravation. Oh, okay. Where Aggravation is essentially the same thing. You have little dudes inside your base. Um, you can only get them out with... by So you have a single dice. You have four guys in your base. Um, when you start the game, everyone can take one guy out for free. And the only way you can get another person out of your base is if you roll a six. So you have a choice. If you have someone on the board, if you roll a six, you can either move someone six or take someone out of your base. The other thing is, um, so the idea of the game is that you're supposed to get your little dudes all the way across the board. So you pretty much have to track all the way around and then get all the way to back, pretty much back to your area to where you can then um, move up to... Uh, 
those colored dots that are um, in the middle there. But as you can just see, if you just so happen to land on someone else, which has a, been a thing that's been applied to a lot of board games um, after this, is that if you land on them, they um, end up getting knocked back to the base. And then you have to roll another six to get them out and start all over again. So a very interesting game because it remind me remind me a lot of an old game I used to play a lot a board game called Aggravation. Um, yeah, and apparently this is very similar, or it's based on an English game. According to the uh, the little tidbits in there, it's based on a game called Pachisi, uh, which is I think what I knew this game as. I I can't remember if I played Aggravation or not. By the way, this game can go fuck itself. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate Ludo. This game sucks. <laughs> Cause like you like you you, you get like so close and then like and then somebody someone... just ah, like yeah, that. But that's oh, so, that's like, so gratifying you. when you're the person oh. who does that. Especially when you do it to someone who's winning and you're able to like stop them right at the last moment. Oh, oh. I fucking I fucking hate it. I just <laughs> it's just the fucking worst. Uh... the downside is is it's mostly just dice rolling. Oh yeah, and then, yeah, and then yeah. there that's can be, like, there can literally all... be moments where three players are rolling dice, trying to get people out of their base with no one on the board, and it's just constant rolling until someone can do that. So that part could be a little that could be a little annoying, but man, no, just... no knocking people off the board is so good. <laughs> I hate it. I love uh, it. Yeah, there's there's very little. Fuck that. Fuck you, Pink. You <laughs> asshole. Uh, um, but yeah, there is. I, I would say very little. Um, I don't know strategy or decision making in this the only literally the fuck off green uh literally the only decision you ever make is if you get a six uh you can choose to bring another guy out or roll or move your existing guy six spaces yeah um but yeah and the other other strategy behind that too is when you are loading your person into the safe zone i guess i guess you can call it yeah. Um, you have to have the exact yeah. amount to get them yeah. all the way to the top. So if like you need to get him to like the second space or something in there, if you have and you keep rolling like a two, but you only need to move one, you can't move them up. So you could end up kind of cock blocking yourself from yeah. getting into the safe zone because you're trying to get the right number to move your guy up. But it's a, I that was it- also that was also infuriating to me. So I changed goal conditions from exact number to over okay. It, no, that's not how you play it. No. <laughs> no. I, I fucking hate the this point, game, man. The point, I think, is is for it to be aggravating as hell. And I think that's why that the that game there was a derivative of this game called Aggravation. Because the point was to piss you off. Yeah! And it was annoying. And that's... every time you landed on someone and it just drove them crazy... That's what I feel when I play this game. I just feel aggravation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything else with Worldwide 51 Classics? Um, there's a lot of card games in here. They got, towards the end, a lot of the like weird uh, yeah, like simulated the... sports games. Toy tennis, toy soccer, toy whatever. Air hockey's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so have you yeah. tr- have you tried the air hockey with someone else? Like, Is that just you can yes. with your finger? I, haven't, um, I just yeah, unlocked my... it, so I hadn't played it yet. Yeah, my wife Jess, uh, she is all about air hockey. As you can see, we've played twenty-four times. Uh, she uh, uh, she is very into air hockey. That's like her favorite game on this collection. Uh, and 
maybe that has something to do with she loves playing it also in real life. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's her favorite thing to play with me is air hockey in this. Yeah, you know, you know when you go to the arcade room and they have an air hockey table, you know you have to play the air hockey table at least once with someone. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah definitely. That's a, a rule. Waste, even if it doesn't give you tickets, like you yeah, have to yeah, at yeah. least play one game. Got to do it hockey. at least once. You got it. And you get pissed when you're like, you're like, oh look, the table's open, and then someone gets there right before you. And you're like, damn it. Yeah. Almost had Motherfucker. Yeah, 51 Worldwide Classics. It's good. It's uh, You get a lot of value. There's a lot of value. Like, I mean, there are some, like, kind of, like, games like, um, I don't know, like, fucking Last Card and Ludo. But, like, <laughs> uh, but like a lot of them are, like, really good. Like, it's not just, like, they just threw shit. It's, it's not the fucking thing that we talked about at the top of the episode where it's 250 shitty games in a Windows 98 cd right yeah it's like the 51 games are like really well polished really well you know whatever it's yeah. it's very good you get a lot of value and it's very educational you can learn a lot about classic games games from other cultures takoyaki fucking uh, i don't know rishi mahjong hanafuda um uh yeah i learned i i never knew how to play backgammon i learned i never knew how to play dominoes all i knew with dominoes is you line them up and you knock them over <laughs> uh, but that's not actually how you play dominoes. I actually learned how to play dominoes. I learned how to play backgammon. Yeah. So yeah, it's educational. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's good a little yeah. thing. It, it's and especially with what we're dealing with right now, pandemic wise, it's good to learn all these little things. It, it's it's another good distraction game. Like Nintendo's coming out with some good, like let's keep keep people's mind busy games. I know this isn't published by Nintendo, but you know what I mean. It's like a it's like one of those games it's like mm, that's perfect right now because i need something to preoccupy my head yeah this is published house. by nintendo was this is published? definitely nintendo was it yeah this is first party this is um oh, this didn't... is the same this is the same studio that did super mario party oh, and uh, this is, i didn't know that this is this is fucking probably why yeah um you can tell by like um uh, look at the font the font is the same font that they used in super mario party oh yeah um and and a lot of the like bling and like and like a lot of the like whatever sound effects are the same. And this game is probably why we never got any DLC or support for Super Mario Party, a game that like de not desperately needed, but like deserved more support and was like ripe for some good DLC for mini games. It's probably why we never got it because they were working on this, which I don't know, whatever. This is good. Yeah. I I still love Super Mario Party and think it deserves you know more but whatever nintendo get yeah. on it i mean this would be the get time to do that too like let's let's be like hey you know nintendo direct look we're adding 100 new mini games to mario party and also online play and on yeah online play yeah 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 come on um yeah, yeah. That, that game got launched and then just forgot about too quickly tragic fucking tragic that was that was that was like the be almost inarguably the best Super Mario or the best Mario Party game since like the Nintendo 64 era. That's almost inarguable. It might be the best Mario Party game ever and they didn't fucking support it. It's sad. Yeah. Uh anyway, um whatever. Uh <laughs> Yeah, anything else with this uh this this collection? No, it's a good collection. Go out. It is a good it. collection. Very good I, collection. That's a, definitely a recommendation to have on the Switch. 
It's such a good collection that we're also going to keep talking about this collection. It's going to be our top five. Yeah. Uh, but first, uh, some some uh, some self endorsement. Um, I realized uh, the whole time we were talking about this, uh, um, we're we're you know we're live streaming it. There's uh, some video. There's you can see our dumb faces if you want to mm-hmm. come see our dumb faces. I realized that we have a an audience that uh, listens almost exclusively to the audio version on their podcasts, um, which is, you know, it's nice if you're in the car and you're driving to work or whatever. Podcasts are great, but a lot of people are working from home right now. Uh, so, hey, you can check out the video version of our podcast on YouTube. It is Good Games Podcast or Good Games... Ca- I can't remember what our YouTube channel is. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> and our, our Twitch is Good Games Cast, right? That's our Twitch channel? Yes, Good Games Cast. Good game cast, yeah. I think that might also be our YouTube channel. Uh, but yeah, you can watch us live stream. If you missed the live stream, check out the VODs on either our Twitch page or on YouTube. Uh, and if you're still driving into work, sucks for you, um, <laughs> then I guess I guess you're stuck with the audio version. Uh, yeah, uh, our email address is uh, goodgamescast at gmail.com. Um, send us mail. And our Patreon is uh, on uh, is on the ba- on the thing right now. Yeah, you can. But, but I it's down below there. It's, there but, you go. But it's patreon.com forward slash good games cast. Yes, yes, it is. All right, our top five for today, uh, fittingly enough, is the top five games in the Clubhouse Games Worldwide Fifty One Classic. I just always transpose all the words. I'm just never going to get the title of this game right. 51 Clubhouse yeah. Worldwide Games Classics. <laughs> it almost it almost doesn't it, matter it, what yeah. order you say any of the words in. It, it kind of gives the same meaning no matter what order you put any of it. Like, Classics, 51 Worldwide Clubhouse. Like, you know what we're talking about, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know what those... I don't understand Clubhouse. Was that like I, is, a? Was is this, this like, like a? Was that yeah, a? Thing? I don't, was like a back in the day, like when the old the old boys go to the clubhouse and smoke cigars and drink <laughs> beer and play some games, you know? Like was that? I don't know if it's a reference to that or if they're like because it's like clubhouse games colon as though this were a series or they're going to try to establish a series of games like this, which would be cool. Like, you know, if the next one came out and had, you know, 50 more different worldwide classic games, like that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have no idea why they made like clubhouse games, colon 51 worldwide classics. Did I actually say it correctly? Um, yeah, I don't know why the title of that time you said it right. Good job. Yeah. I don't know why the title of the game is the way it is. Uh, but uh, that's what we're talking about in our top five. Uh, what are the top five best games in this collection? Uh, I am going to nominate Shogi. I have had a fucking blast with Shogi. That's my first nomination. What about you? I'm, I'm just, I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to throw the very first one that you pretty much see and play is Mancala. Thanks. Oh yeah, yeah. Mancala was great. Uh, yeah, that, I, I, yeah. Simple, easy, yeah. basic strategy. I think by the sheer number of games played, I have to. I'm obligated to nominate Spider Solitaire. 
Yeah, I, I I remember playing a lot of Spider Solitaire on the PC. It's it's so it's you can just turn your brain off and just kind of move cards around. It's yeah. nice. It's relaxing. <laughs> it's very zen. It's just relaxing and zen. Yeah. Um, another one I'm gonna nominate is Yacht, or better known here as Yacht Z. Um, where you roll the you roll the dice. It says essentially. You're playing like make poker combinations with dice. That's yeah. That's the game. Yeah. And you want to get points yeah. based on that. So I yeah, I I am like um uh I like I usually don't I usually don't like games like this where like literally all you do is roll dice. But um uh, there is a certain amount of decision making in this because you get like two re-rolls after your initial roll. So you have to really decide, like based on your initial roll, you have to really decide what combinations you want to try to go for. And then you have to like weigh the probability of like, you know, there's a lot of probability in this if you really think about it because it's like, you know, what's the probability of me uh, rolling, you know, this one die, you know, What's the probability of me rolling two sixes to try to get a Yahtzee or a Yacht that they call it in this game versus, like, maybe I should take the safe play and try to go for, you know, a full house or something instead. And, like, yeah. what are the points on this versus the points on that? And you have to think about, you know, uh, there's a lot of risk-reward. There's a lot of probability. But all you're literally all you're doing is just rolling dice. But yeah. Um, you're making two. You're making decisions on which dice you want to keep and how you want to play your rerolls. So yeah, yeah. No, I also really like yacht dice. Yeah, me and my family used to play this a lot, and there was one key yep. rule to it: was if the sixes were being nice, don't piss off your sixes. Don't piss off the no, no, no. That's yes. Never piss off the sixes. <laughs> sixes are great. Don't <laughs> anger them. The god of sixes is not to be trifled with. Yeah. It's for some reason, that weirdly works all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sixes are great. Uh, um, let's see. What else did I want to throw out there? Th- those are some good ones. Um, hang on. I actually have to check my podcast notes. I did some, uh, did a little bit of prep for this. And Oh, uh, Gomoku. Uh, just because of my history playing this game, I love, uh, I don't know, Gomoku. I like it. It's good. Mm. Um, throw in uh, Hit and Blow. I remember playing Hit and Blow back uh, at yeah. my grandpa's place. Basic game of try to figure yeah. out what the color combination is, and it it gets you learning to like. Okay, you have to like go back into the history of what you've already tried and see like okay, well obviously it can't be that because this came up as that, but I know this is in there kind of thing. And um, I found him pretty good at that actually doing the Hit and Blow. I'm not very good at hit and blow. <laughs> um, for some reason, when I don't know, my brain kind of breaks when you throw in uh, duplicate uh, colors. Duplicate colors and like uh, trying to figure out, like, okay, could it be this color was in the correct spot or the wrong position or whatever? Um, there's another board game. Well, it's barely a. It's half board game, half virtual game uh one of my favorite board games is called mansions of madness and they actually took hit and blow which i i I never knew hit and blow was like a a game i didn't know this was a game i didn't know it was a classic game i didn't know it was a board game 
Uh, I didn't even know it had a proper name. All I knew of uh, all I knew of it previously was that it was the mini mini game in one of my favorite board games, Mansions of Madness. Because in Mansions of Madness, um, you, uh, oh god, it's basically an exploration game. Mansions of Madness, it's like a cooperative exploration game. But um, every once in a while, you'll you know you'll find like a locked safe or you know something, and it's like you you have to figure out the combination to the locked safe, and basically you play a mini game of hit and blow. Uh, and I always found I'm not not great at hit and blow. I don't know what it is, but I'm not super great at this. Hmm. Yeah, I still like it though. Yeah, I I could see like if you if you get a bad start to the to the game, where you're not yeah. getting good hits at all, or you're just like not yeah. figuring it out, then you can have a pretty bad time because then you're getting pretty late into the tries. But yeah, I never I never know how to start. That's my problem. I don't know how to start hit and blow. Like, I'm just like, I don't know, do you pick, like, four of the same color, or do you go, like, two and two, or do you go I, one of every color? Yeah, that's what I usually do, is I, I start with one of every color, and then just see what I get, and then just try to go from there, really. <laughs> yeah, my brain, my problem is, like, late game, I'm, I'm, I'm decent at late game hit and blow. My problem is I'm fucking awful at early because it's like even if I, I'm like oh I'll go one of every color so that way I get some like hits for sure yeah uh, or I mean uh, just repeat the same color which is even then it's not guaranteed to but anyway like I'll do one of every color and it's like you got you know one hit one blow and I'm like cool ah now what now what do I do like I don't <laughs> you just like I can't you, you, the idea is that you take a chance to be like okay well um, let me see if it was this one. Yeah, and then yeah, you try yeah. changing the b- position of this other one, and you just and if like the next one kind of gives you nothing, so then, so then you go back and say, okay, let me reevaluate that, let me pick a different one and try again, until you see something happening, and you're like, okay, and then obviously, yeah, yeah. So it's a matter of just like you gotta, you just gotta keep playing with it, but yeah, that's another one that breaks my brain. Apparently, it's also uh, hit and blow is also completely solved. Like, it's possible to get any possible hit-and-blow combination in, like... Actually, I think it tells you on here. Logically, it should be possible to deduce the correct answer within five turns. So, yeah. It's solved within five turns, and I think they could be, what, seven or eight turns in hit-and-blow? Seven, maybe? I think um, and there's ten. You get ten chances. Ten? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I'm, like, all the way at, like, eight, nine, or ten before I figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. I think I had one more I wanted to throw out. I was gonna throw out. Uh, oh, air hockey. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with air hockey. Hmm. It's yeah. just air hockey. It's a good simulation of air hockey. Again, the foley. I, I, I don't know how they're doing it. They just nail the sound of like, you know, because like air hockey, you had the like, yeah, of like the puck going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They nailed it. I don't know. I maybe they just mic'd up an air hockey table i don't know but however they're capturing the foley for all the all these games uh hats off tip of the hat to the sound designers for clubhouse 51 classics worldwide um they they nailed it yeah uh Uh, any other nominations i would nominate you're gonna hate this but ludo (laughs) fuck off no I i hate ludo ludo's at the bottom that's like my least favorite game i hate it and then, uh, I don't know, my, my fifth recommendation would be just standard Blackjack. Oh, yeah, yeah Blackjack. I like, I like Blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. Blackjack is like a card game. You know, like, you go to the casino. Or if you're an adult. Yeah. If you're a kid, obviously you can't. But 
if you go to the casino, you're like, oh, poker's like uh, too much of like trying to figure out what people's face and yeah, yeah. Blackjack is just numbers. Yeah. You just got to figure out. Yeah, yeah. You got to be like, all right, am I going to take a risk? If I, Do I have a low number? Do I take a risk on getting a higher number? Usually it's like if you're 16, 15 to 16, you're kind of like on the iffy. Like you can either take a number and take a chance or not. Um, but I remember when yeah. um, the last time I was at Vegas, blackjack is just so simple. There's nothing complicated about it. Um, it's just straightforward, and you busted. Um, it's yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's another one you don't really have to think about too yeah, much. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to think about you it too much. You just kind of be like, yeah. all right, it's 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 like that game. It's like when you see people in Vegas playing blackjack, they're literally sitting back with a drink going. And just tapping their hand on the table. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. all they do. And then they throw their chips in. And then they tap their hand. It's like so... It's so at a point... And you can even do that in this game. If you put it on the touch mode, it'll give you a hit. Oh, really? It'll give you a hit at the very bottom of the screen. And you can just sit there and tap the screen. That's do, amazing. Do a hit I didn't or, know you could do or that. stay or double down. Three choices. That's you amazing. have three choices. Hit, stay, double down. Yeah. 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 Um. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's all. All my nominations. Unless you want to n- nominate another. Otherwise, let's no, put these. Uh, let's put them in order, right? This would be tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's number five? Uh, for I you. Know, I know you don't want Ludo in there. I fucking uh, honestly, if I had to make a, a list of literally all fifty-one games, I would put Ludo. At slot number fifty-one, I I li- I put it below Uno. I I would I literally would put it below Last Card. I hate it more than Uno, and I fucking hate Uno. Okay. Um. What about Hit and Blow as number five? Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm fine with Hit and Blow. That's okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not letting Ludo. Not letting Ludo onto this list. Ludo, Pachisi, Aggravation, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't deserve. Uh, it doesn't just. Um, we got we got uh, Mancala, Shogi, Gomoku, Spider Solitaire. I'm just, I'm finally leaving off Spider Solitaire. That's just a whatever a personal vice, I guess, for me. Just a way to relax. But I don't I don't think there's anything that super special about Spider Solitaire. Yeah. Um, Yacht Dice and Air Hockey. Did we? Did I miss any there? Um, yeah, hit low. Uh, other than blackjack, blackjack's another one Black. we could just leave off. I think. Okay. Because I think like I'm all I... another brain turn off. Yeah, I think I'm fine leaving off air hockey too. Uh, like I enjoy it; it's fun. But um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we can leave that off. So we're left with uh, hit and blow, yacht dice, spider. Uh, fuck, hit and blow, yacht dice, gomoku, and shogi. We got to put those in order. Um, we could just put. Uh, I'd be fine putting yacht dice right above hit and blow. I know that 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 can be one of those, like some people like it, some people don't kind of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with yacht dice at four. So wait, wait, wait. Uh, I took off too many because then the only left are Gomoku and Shoki. What am I forgetting? Mancala. Mancala. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yacht dice at four. Mancala, I I mean, I would put Mancala 3. What do you think? Yeah, Mancala is like, it's simple. 
Mm-hmm. It's and you can play some games, and then eventually, you know, you're. It's that's the thing where it's not like Spider Solitaire where you can just keep doing it and keep doing it, and your brain's turned off. Mancala, eventually, you're done with it. So I guess. I guess yeah, 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 yeah. Mancala is yeah. a good number three, I think. Yeah, yeah. I would go. I would if it's me. I would go Gomoku number two, and then Shogi number one. I'd be okay with that. Okay. okay. So wow. All right. That was that was pretty uh, that was pretty painless. So we had hit and blow number five. Number four was yacht dice. Yacht dice. Three was Mancala. Two was uh, Gomoku. And number one, the best game in the collection, uh, Shogi. Um, give Shogi a try if you're a chess fan, because it's just like chess, except you can cheat. It's great. Uh, but all, in all honesty, um, Shogi is like way, way more complex than chess, and chess is already pretty complex. But the fact that you can pick up, you the, the fact that you can like pick up any captured piece and put it down literally anywhere on the board <laughs> opens up like a huge amount of complexity. Uh, it's it 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 just kind of breaks your brain because there are so many so many different possible moves. Right, because even in chess, which is already very complex, um, the number of moves you can do is 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 always pretty finite. Right, you just look at yeah. <laughs> you just look at your what you have a at any given time you have a maximum of like well you got sixteen pieces and I don't know at, at most you're probably only going to have like ten legal moves in chess. Like in shogi, you almost always have like I don't know thirty or forty different fucking moves you can do, which like it just it's just like oh god like what's the best move you can. Like s- sit there, just staring at the board forever, trying to figure out where you want to go. Because yeah, like uh, with, and with chess is like, th- th- aren't there like names like based on like certain people who figured out like a strategy? Oh yeah. Because like oh, yeah. so many games have been played to the point where they almost believe that every possible type of chess game has been played. You just have to figure out, okay, well he's doing this move, so I all, all I have to do is the the John John. Jacob move here and do that thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, and then he can see what move you're the doing. The John right. Jacobs defense. Yeah. Perfect yeah. counter to there's, the... There's some weird culture with, with chess yeah. that I don't yeah, yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah, it... Uh, I mean, chess is definitely not solved, but, like, you, um, there are a lot of... If you just play a shitload of chess, you can put yourself in a lot of, like, familiar situations. Yeah. And like the part of chess that is interesting to me is like late game chess, where you, where you're in these like weird fucking situations that you've never seen before, uh, which I'm sure people who play a shitload of chess already have gotten like they've seen those situations and you know that okay I can get checkmate in three moves or whatever. Yeah, that's 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 just so much less common in shogi. I mean there are definitely like checkmate setups in shogi that are common, but like um, I don't know I enjoy the high complexity of like. Oh God! There's so many different ways you could do this. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, recommended for chess fans. All right. Um, I think that's it with uh, 51 uh, games. Clubhouse worldwide classics. So it's safe to say that your most hated game, just to throw that out there, is Ludo. Oh fuck! Ludo goes fuck himself. <laughs> fuck you, Ludo. You piece of shit. You I know hate- what? You know what? I'd put, I'd put, I'd put, um, <laughs> because this game has war, which literally is 100% luck. You make zero decisions in war. There is no input. 
you if you've ever played war all you do is flip cards over and the high card wins that's it uh, that's yeah. all there is in war it's a hundred percent luck i would put uh ludo and uno below war like i would rather play something that's 100 percent luck <laughs> okay i personally i hated nine men's morris oh really i didn't like that um, one that's interesting um i found that i found that kind of interesting um in that again i think i'm pretty sure this game uh does this game say it's solved uh yeah this is solved game I mean okay so um uh yeah the game is solved but like i enjoyed thinking about the like setups as to how to do the um what do they call it mills yeah uh where you remove somebody else's piece like i don't know yeah it was that... it was fun for me to think about the the setups that's one of the things i can't wrap my head around like i have a hard time trying to figure out and i'm trying not to i was trying not to use the hints but yeah i yeah uh, this one like Every time I'm playing on the easy mode and it's kicking my ass, I'm like, okay, clearly I'm not seeing the strategy behind this. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but yeah, it's definitely on my like lower. It would be in the lower half of the 51 games, but I did enjoy Nine Man's Boris. Just yeah. learning a classic Roman game. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Good. Good shit. <laughs> I guess those are our most hated games. Yeah. There you go. Uh, let me hang on. Let me scroll through these real quick. Make sure there's not more I hate. Uh... Ludo goes and fucks itself. Um, um, wait, there was one of these I kind of didn't like. Um, oh, I'm I fucking hate matching. Matching is just memory. All it is is uh, you try to remember where the cards are, and I I hate that because my memory is terrible. I cannot remember things that happened two seconds ago, so memory can go fuck itself. Um, yeah, I think that was it. I, I think I mostly liked the other games, I think. Um, Best yeah. game on here, though, Piano. Oh, I, I'm not actually done Piano at all yet. Oh. How do you, I don't even know how to... We'll get ready, buddy. How, 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 just how do I do this? I don't... Just, well, I'm definitely going to... Oh, should play. I have this in touch mode? I, I don't have this in touch mode. I don't know. Can you do it with cursor? I Is that... Or keys? Oh, I think, I think you have to have it in... I'm pressing literally every button on the controller and oh. it's doing nothing. Okay, then so I think you have to have it in touch mode. Yeah. yeah, piano's literally just piano keys. Oh, yeah. Well, I wish I had it in um, in touch mode so I could play us a nice little song while we talk about our endorsements. But I'm afraid if I try to take it out and put it in touch mode, I don't think I can also capture the input. Yeah. So, oh, well. Um, God, that's a nice looking piano. God, yeah, just, look how like, nice every it looks. Like, even it the just little looks... gold on the top. Like, look at that. Look yeah. at the little gold. I just want to touch those keys. Like, I I just want to touch them. They even got, like, the, the silky, like... Yeah. Like, like fresh, new, like, grand piano yeah. kind of silky yeah. smoothness to, to, like, the paint. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like the, you're looking at the real thing. Yeah, I just want to play those ivories, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um... Real quick, I'm going to endorse. Um, oh shit! What am I going to endorse? I'm going to endorse a um, a TV miniseries I watched um, from. Oh, I can't remember the director's name, um, but the name of the TV miniseries is called Devs. It's on Hulu. Uh, Alan Jackson. For some reason, my brain is saying Alan Jackson. I don't know if that's the correct director. Nope, it's not. It's Alex Garland. 
Um, it's the direct. It's the same guy who directed um, Twenty Eight Days, Twenty Eight Weeks Later. He also directed um, Ex Machina, which um, I didn't really like. And he also directed Annihilation, which I kind of did like. Um, but uh, the, basically, the premise of Devs. It's a mini series on Hulu. The premise is um, there's this girl whose boyfriend starts a new job at a tech company, but then he goes missing, uh, and he doesn't come home that night. And uh, eventually, well, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler, because you find out basically in episode one, yeah, you find out in the very first episode, uh, he's been murdered, um, and... Uh, uh, it's basically a murder mystery. She's uh, This girl's trying to get to the bottom of um, why her boyfriend was killed, who killed them, why they did it. Um, and if you've watched, um, it's got, it's very much um, got a lot of this director's hallmarks. It's it's very much deus ex um, in, in the like mystery part where you're trying to figure out, you know, you know how much you know what what do all these people know why why are they doing what they're doing um but then it's also got a little bit of annihilation's themes because annihilation has um i mean annihilation is a sci-fi movie but it's really more about um like dealing with uh, a traumatic loss especially like there's a lot of like themes of cancer in mm. annihilation um but like this also deals with um a lot of like uh i don't know just like the nature of what it means to be human and what it means to be alive there's a lot of like deep philosophical ideas but there's a lot of like really crazy sci-fi ideas in devs as well uh that all deal with like the nature of reality and how humans perceive the world and uh i don't know it's a very uh very weird show uh, it's good. If you like this director's other works, I would recommend Devs. It is streaming on Hulu. It is good. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Hulu's the one streaming service I don't have right now. I need. To oh get, shit! Well, I need to get. <laughs> I need to get back on. I have like everything else, and everything I yeah. want to watch is on Hulu right now. Oh it's yeah. Kind of crazy. I need to just yeah. buy a Hulu subscription and just deal with it. But, um. Mine, I've been actually watching via Prime Video. Um, James, and I know I talk to you about it all the time, and I'm re-watching it again, and I forget how, how good of a show it is, and I know a lot of people are kind of indifferent about it, but uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, yeah, DS9. Fuck yeah. 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 Uh, th- that's I, I was... I. I was indifferent for a while on DS9. Like, I thought DS9 was one of the weaker... No, no, no. DS9's good. There's yeah. some good DS9 episodes. I mean, all Star Trek has variants in the episodes. Yeah. But, like, overall, DS9, good. It's good. Yeah. It's, a, it's just... It's just, like, you, in, like you've said, it's just an overall... As a show, it's very good. It may not, it may not touch too much on the Star Trek feeling because it focuses right. too much on, like, one place one culture the same problems kind of happy happening but to me i like that it, i don't know it kind of helps you build up more character and like you gain more respect for the characters because if you look at like next gen or the uh, original series it's essentially just a shot of random adventures like they go to a place yeah. random thing happens they go to this place random anomaly happens they go to this these people board their ship or do you know it's all these like crazy random 
in DS9, it's more of like you're dealing with the planetary culture of the Bajoran people. You're dealing with the the wormhole stuff and a whole new quadrant that they're you know there's new aliens and all that. But you know you're dealing with the same people on the on the star base, so it's like it's it's like an actual show where like yeah they're thrown into random situations every time. That's how most shows work. But it you you can build up like a relation with these characters. And there's not a lot of character. There's not a lot of main characters in it either, so you're not being overwhelmed with like, look at this person, that person, and this episode's focusing on focusing on this, and then this episode's focusing on them, and da da da. Like next gen was just all over the place with like, okay, we're gonna well, next gen focused so much on data. <laughs> I rewatched yeah, yeah, that. I rewatched that it before, does. and yeah. it, it they put so much focus on just data. Like, yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that show loved data. Yeah. But I still, I still stand that Captain Cisco is one of my, one of my favorite captains of the Star Trek. Uh, uh, what, yeah. Captain Cisco? All I mean, right, I really like thing. Picard. I really like him. They're like very close. To one. Here's another. the thing. Here's the thing. I like DS Nine. All the things you said are exactly true. I like DS Nine. The thing that initially turned me off from DS Nine is that, like, if you're coming from Star Trek: The Next Generation. There's a lot of, you know, encountering strange new worlds and exploration and going where no man has gone before. That's not really what DS9 is. There's no, there's not really exploration. It just takes place most of the time on the exact same space station with the exact same characters. The thing that makes it interesting is that Captain Picard is not there, <laughs> right? And by that, yeah. I mean, like, okay... Every time in in Next Generation, every time they encountered, like, a moral or ethical dilemma, like, Captain Picard would come in and be like, whoa, here's the correct way to deal with this situation, and he would just dole out his morality, yeah. and that would solve the day. Uh, in, 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 in DS9, things are not always as black and white. Like, things are a lot more gray, and you're dealing with a cast of, like, very flawed characters, like... Not always is Captain Sisko going to, I mean, most of the time he does, but not always do the characters on the show do the right things for the right reasons, right? Yeah. It's a lot more, it's a lot more nuanced, right? Uh, and I find that interesting uh, because, like, that's, I don't know, it's, it's, I don't know, more believable or more real, I guess. Yeah, it feels more, yeah, it feels more real because it's like, yeah, okay, you're supposed to follow the prime directive, but right. he's torn between... Like what the Federation wants him to do versus what the Bajoran government wants him to do versus like exactly. what he exactly. should do, and like he's yeah. in like a trifecta of turmoil and he has to figure out okay what's the best thing. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, he's yeah, got to make it, hard decisions. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it becomes so much more relatable. But I just love I love I love Cisco's attitude. No, he's I just like he's like sometimes he's like a dad. He's like hey buddy, like and then he'll just be like a hard ass on you the next second and i i don't know something about that just tickles me the thing that drives me crazy about cisco is his actor i what well, avery uh i can't remember the actor's name avery grave uh something like that something like that um that actor drives me crazy i think that actor is god awful <laughs> like i don't he know can't... I, I love it <laughs> Like, in every scene, he just gets out-acted. But, like, even the, like, early... Because, um, <laughs> like, he'll be acting across, like, uh, like I don't know, probably, like, an early teens. Like, how old is Jake, you think? Like, in his early teens, maybe? Like, 
the uh, kid the actor of, yeah, in the beginning of the show yeah. he's like roughly 16 yeah yeah the kid actor is like out acting i'm like oh no you're getting beat by a kid dude like he's like his version of acting is hey it's I, very broadway yes i've broadway and i act like this and i i i it's like very talk like very this when yeah, I like, dude. Nobody talks like that. You sound insane. Like, I don't know. I that actor. I, for some reason, uh, like, for some reason, I, I love that. I don't know why. I just love it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Different, different strokes, I guess. But yeah, no, his. I, I don't know. It's not overacting per se, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I would there say are, in, there are parts where I like look at it, and be like, yeah. Right. There, there are there are can... notes that there are notes that that actor cannot hit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I stand by that. But yeah. then again, you, but know, anyway, you yeah. can't you can't put that too far past Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart either, because he sometimes got a little too theatrical in some of his. Yes, yes, parts. yes. But yes, he yes, made, yes, he yes. he had it more under control. Where like where he needed to yes. act, he acted. But sometimes like like you mentioned, when he starts getting into those like morale, like yeah. I don't know. Sometimes he felt like he was like to i don't know it felt like sometimes there's overdoing it where you can tell like yeah. all right you're really okay. trying that's fair. that's fair a little too hard that's fair but, i think there was but there was a lot definitely more... does it a lot more yeah to me there is a lot more nuance in even even though captain picard can also be kind of like one note uh yeah there's a lot of nuance in most of patrick stewart's performance that i find is not there in avery what's his name's performance yeah I want to say Avery Brooks. Is that his name? Was it Brooks? Maybe that's yeah. That sounds Avery right. Brooks. Do I need okay, to I don't know. Whatever. Uh, maybe that's just me though. I don't like the actor. I like the character. I think he is a well-written character. I yeah. just that actor's portrayal of him. I just like every time. I'm just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good, great show though. Love DS9. Good show. Good show. Good show. Good show. Uh, all right um is that it that's it for me uh all right cool um our next episode is we gotta figure out what leo's schedule is gonna be uh going forward so we don't are uh we don't really know what we're doing (laughs) which i guess is no different than normal (laughs) yeah i mean granted so you're usually about 48 hours in the hospital Mm -hmm. and then you go home it's going to be, I because personal experience, it happened two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of baby just randomly wakes up. There's no, mm-hmm. like, unless this is Miracle Baby who happens to sleep through the night, which apparently some people get, where it's like there's a baby who's on a normal sleep schedule, like, right after birth, and it's like, well, fucking lucky you. No, mm-hmm. there's, um, I don't know. We'll have to, like you said, we'll have to play it by ear and see what he says. Yep. Um, yep. I wouldn't. I would say that maybe not the next episode, but probably the one after. He'll be mentally prepared because he's going to be right. exhausted. Is it just? Is it just constant exhaustion for the first couple Pretty weeks? Much because it's like you don't. You're not going to get eight hours of sleep. You're not going to get five hours of sleep. Like straight on. Like there's always like you'll probably sleep three hours. Baby wakes up. Someone's got to deal with the baby. Baby falls back asleep. You fall back asleep. Baby wakes up. You wake up. And it's it's a process until you <laughs> until the kid starts to sleep through the night. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
All right, so we'll figure out what our podcast schedule is going forward. We'll 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 see. But uh, at some point, we will see you in the future. Uh, until then, uh, I'm I'm James for the Good Games Podcast, and I'm Justin. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Uh, yeah, real quick, the other game that drives me fucking insane is, uh, this game they call Last Card, which is just Uno. It's just Uno. Uh, I fucking hate Uno. Uno can go fuck itself. <laughs> you Uno don't like games abs- where people can fuck you over. You just don't like Ugh, I am fine with fuck you games. I'm fine with fuck you games. I think fuck you as, like, a game concept is, like, you know... Uh, whatever, yeah, a, a a game feature has been done way better elsewhere. The thing that I find fucking infuriating with like Ludo and Uno or Last Card, the the legally safe ripoff of Uno, is that uh, you that is literally the only decision you ever make is to fuck someone over or not, right? Like yeah. you're not making it. It's just like, well, should I fuck this guy over? Yeah, fuck you. Draw five. <laughs> Like ah, uh, and I I I don't know. Like my problem is the feeling of making someone else draw five. The the good you get out of the fuck you is nowhere near as bad as it feels as when you have to draw five, right? So yeah. like I have to draw five. And I'm like fuck off. Like ah, fucking hate this game. And I'm like ha ha, draw five. Ha ha ha. But it doesn't feel as the good it does not feel proportionately as uh, equivalent as the bad does. Like I don't know. I just I fucking hate Uno. It can go fucking. <laughs> it can really go fuck right off the. I hell. I always liked overwhelming like certain people with just more cards than they could deal with. You're a dick. Your hand is You're like twenty dick. cards. You're a fucking dick. That's me. I had hand of like fifty cards, and somebody's like, "Oh, Joel three. I'm like, "Really." You asshole, I'm, I'm definitely not going to win. Why would you make it worse? <laughs> you asshole. We need to play this later. No, I... Mm, I'll get so mad. <laughs> I fucking hate Uno and Ludo. They can fuck right off. Okay. <laughs>